Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch. I'm the sports editor here at Star Local Media, here for another uh, another edition of the Rapid Reaction for the Star Local Media Gridiron Podcast, recapping uh, my night that was out uh, out in the high school football scene. Um, the regular season has concluded, so we've now got the playoffs to look forward to, and who knows what uh, what twists and turns await over these next uh, over these next six weeks as the uh, as the postseason comes to a head. But as far as um, just exiting the regular season, man, what a uh, what a fun note to exit the season on for the folks out in Plano, specifically the ones who were out in attendance at Kimbrough Stadium on Friday night, which is uh, coincidentally enough, that's where I was. I was there for the uh, the. The, uh, the 36th installment of the Plano Senior versus Plano East rivalry, a uh, a game that uh, you know if you're just looking at these uh, you know these past two years specifically, I mean that the Plano Plano East rivalry has just gone up onto another level, just with the excitement and the drama these last two years have provided. Uh, tonight, no different, a uh, a back and forth game. Ultimately, though, it is won by the Wildcats, the Wildcats of Plano Senior. They defeat their rivals, Plano East, 44 to 41. And in doing so, Plano clinches a playoff spot, clinches the final playoff berth out of District 66A. Plano, which closes the regular season out on a three-game winning streak, they have uh, a seven and three record carrying into the playoffs. Uh, Plano East only at three and seven. They um they missed the playoffs for the first time since 2014, um in a game that um you know irregardless of the outcome, Plano East was um was eliminated from playoff contention earlier um before this game even went final by virtue of McKinney Boyd beating McKinney. So Plano East was playing more or less just for uh for pride over the uh over the home stretch or and to be potentially a a, a super super spoiler because a Plano East win would have uh would have left Plano ISD on the outside of the playoff picture entirely, but Plano uh, Plano Senior able to mount a charge in the fourth quarter and avert that uh, that little uh, that little measure of disaster and get back to the postseason a uh, in a terrific game. I mean, I cannot say enough about how fun this game was. Um, a couple quick bullet points: obviously, forty four to forty one. You know, this game had a uh, you know had a combined eighty five points scored between the Panthers and the Wildcats. 85 points, 650 yards of offense, 38 points scored in the fourth quarter, five, five two-point conversion attempts, and six lead changes. I mean, just those numbers right there are hallmarks of a uh, of a fantastic game. And I mean, you you look at um just kind of how this one transpired. I mean, there's probably there's obviously going to be some stuff that I leave out just for the sake of uh, for the sake of time here, and because there was just a lot that happened in this game, I'll try to get to as much as I can. So let's just kind of uh, just a quick and dirty of how this one transpired. Um, you know, a back and forth first half. Plano led 21-13 at the break. Plano East though is able to charge out. They take a 26-21 lead in the third quarter with um, 13 unanswered points, two touchdown passes by uh, Reese Field, one to Jalen Anderson, one to Joseph Carter. Uh, Plano is able to regain the lead early in the fourth quarter, capping an 11-play drive with a smooth one-handed touchdown catch by receiver Caleb McAway. 
And that there set the stage for uh, for a 38-point fourth quarter between these two teams. Um, you know, ultimately, the uh, the last lead change comes uh, with 5.36 left in the fourth quarter after Kyron Cumby runs in a six-yard touchdown. And then, um, you know, in a game where offense was kind of the story, you had one major turning point on the following drive where um, we're backed into, a, uh, into fourth down in, you know, in East territory you know the Panthers went for a gamble attempted it on fourth down and Plano's Sam Linus comes up with a big interception returns that ball down to the five yard line um, you know Plano's later able to punch it in on a one yard run by Kyron Cumby for a 44-34 lead uh, with 210 left so you're thinking Plano's got a you know got enough of a cushion to where they look to be able to hold on to this one Plano East does not go quietly into the night they um, <laughs> breaking out a formation that's straight out of a backyard football game Plano East is able to close the gap to three on a 10-yard touchdown pass from Reesefield to Jalen Anderson um, to make it 44-41 to with 32 seconds left. And then insanity hits because Plano East recovers the onside kick and, um, you know, has a crack there at midfield. They have a crack now to uh, conceivably go for the win or just simply to get in field goal range. They got a great kicker in Blair Cepeda, drilled a 56-yarder last week against Allen. Does not take a whole lot to get within field goal range for East. So basically, all Plano East had to do was not go backwards on this last drive of theirs, and they might have a shot at going for at least the tie. Unfortunately, they go backwards. On second down, there is a low snap leads to a 13-yard loss that sets back uh, Plano, you know, Plano East a little bit too far. They're unable to make up the requisite ground, have a turnover on downs, and Plano is able to hold on and get back to the playoffs, snapping a two-year playoff drought for the Wildcats. Um, a, uh, let's see, some, uh, some stats, some stats, some takeaways from this game. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Plano Senior outgains Plano East in this one, 348-302. to 302. Um, Specifically on the ground, there was a nice disparity there. Plano outgains the the, uh, the Panthers 243-95. to 95. Um, Let's see, individually, um, whew, a, uh, a huge night for, uh, for Kyron Cumby, uh, Plano Senior running back. Kyron Cumby finishes his night totaling, let's see, he has 178 rushing yards, uh, 7.7 yards per carry, and four touchdowns. He adds a 46-yard touchdown catch, so a five-touchdown night for uh, for Kyron Cumby. Um, Plano quarterback Jonathan Taylor um, goes five for nine, only completes five passes, but still throws for 105 yards and two touchdowns, so a little over 20 yards per completion for Taylor. Uh, as I mentioned, Caleb McAway had a spectacular one-handed touchdown catch on a night where he caught three balls for 54 yards. Uh, for Plano East, Reese Field, uh, you know, I mentioned, um, you know, pressed into duty um, in the first half following an injury to quarterback Brandon Mallory. Uh, Reese Field showed well last week, um, you know, in the Panthers' loss to Allen and really built off that tonight. He um, he completes 13 of 25 passes for 162 yards and three touchdowns, um, plus the one pick by uh, by Sam Linus in the fourth quarter. Um, Nathan Miller, who's, I mean, who got the start tonight for a Plano East running game that has just been ravaged by injuries, obviously, you know, with Jonathan Metters and... And, uh, Trey Hunter sidelined. Um, they've had to dig very deep into the uh, into the depth chart for um, 
you know, for their running game. Nathan Miller tonight runs 12 times for 84 yards. Jalen Anderson, a spectacular night. He leads all receivers, eight catches, 104, uh, 104 yards, and three touchdowns. Braylon Henderson has a solid game as well, uh, five, catches for, five catches for 52 yards. Of note, Reese Field really had a lot of success hitting, uh, you know, hitting Plano Sr. over the middle. Lots of long completions um, attacking the heart of the, uh, of the Plano defense. Um, as far as other takeaways, I mean, like I mentioned, Kyron Cumbie was uh, was the star in this one, though. You know, I um I think back to you know a couple weeks ago when we had our um, our district six six A state of the district address from myself, Tim Glaze, Kendrick Johnson, batted around some takes on just how the district has panned out so far. Um, looking over Plano Senior, you know, Cumbie has obviously been one of the best running backs in the area, but um you know, in looking at just how frequently he was being used, um you know, he had only been averaging right around eleven carries per game which seemed a little low for a player with his with his skill set and his big play potency um i don't know if it's just surely coincidence i will simply chalk it up to coincidence but since then he's been getting a bit more work tonight he had a season high 23 carries um he's been getting more work as the season has progressed and he's responded in kind i mean part that's partly due to plano senior having to use you know their number two running back cody christ a bit more on defense as he's been taking some snaps at linebacker playing both sides of the ball so um but obviously, it you know it would be to uh, it would behoove Plano to try to get the ball in their top playmakers' hands as much as possible, and he certainly came through tonight. Like I said, Kyron Cumbie had five touchdowns tonight. Um, he totaled more than 200 yards of offense on Plano's very first play from scrimmage. He ran a 62-yard touchdown, which was just pure speed. You know, he ran up the middle, ran into some trouble, immediately broke back outside, just sprinted down the left sideline, and I'm not I don't think a Plano East defender got a fingertip on him. Um, once he once he hit his stride, I mean, he is as fast. He is a blur in the open field when he gets running. Um, and he later had a uh, a 46 yard touchdown catch on a screen pass, which again sprints down the left sideline, spins off an East defender, reverses field, and just simply outruns the rest of the Panther defense to the end zone. Just a, a home run threat anytime he touches the ball, and certainly put that uh you know put that on display tonight. A huge night for Kyron Cumby. You know, Coach McCullough talked with him. You know, said afterwards that he talked with Cumby about. You know, you know, great players making great plays, and he believed that a great player can will a team to victory, and very much attributed, you know, Cumbie's big performance to being a massive key, and then being able to get this win tonight. Um, one thing that uh, one thing that I did notice for um, that uh, you know for Plano East that I mean anybody who's there would have seen this, but I mean field position was a huge player tonight for Plano East. I mean their their return game, whether it was their return game or Plano East return defense, one thing was probably a mix of both. But um, Plano East a huge beneficiary from some advantageous field position tonight. I did the math. Plano East average starting field position tonight was at the 39, 39 and a half yard line. So when you just factor in. I mean, they got great returns by Braylon Henderson, Jalen Anderson, Josh Allison, really giving the Panthers some prime opportunities to strike against the uh, against the Wildcats. Um, and then another thing tonight was, um, like I said, this game had five two-point conversions, a rarity. You don't really see that too often, um, especially from a team like Plano. You know, Plano East is obviously a bit more... 
you know, a bit more two-point conversion friendly. I'm pretty sure I've seen them attempt at least one in every game that I've covered of theirs since Joey McCullough took over. Um, you know, but you look at, I mean, this was a three-point game, and those two points, they ultimately, you know, played a big role when you look at that, uh, you know, Plano East only went one of three on their two-point conversion attempts. Plano went two of two. And Plano had two very solid play calls on both uh, on both two-point conversion tries. Plano doesn't have to go for two a whole lot, so I cannot remember the last time when I've seen Plano um, even attempt a two-point conversion prior to uh, – prior to tonight but um you know the first one you know they uh, they hit Kyron Cumbie on the flat wide open for uh, for the score and then the second um, a very well timed fake toss by Jonathan Taylor who um, who then reverses field splits a pair of East defenders for the uh, you know for the conversion so a very uh, you know a nice a nice efficient new wrinkle for the Plano senior D- for uh, for Plano senior on special teams um, you know to help kind of uh, help them keep pace because I mean this was literally just uh, once you got into the fourth quarter it was literally just haymaker after haymaker from these two a uh, a terrific game a terrific uh, chapter in this rivalry. Plano now leads the overall rivalry 18-17-1. Uh, to 17 to 1. And, um, yeah, they have the uh, the outright city championship now and a playoff berth to show for it. So, uh, yeah, hey, everything coming up uh, coming up Millhouse for the old Wildcats Friday night out of Kimbrough. And now Plano gets to look forward to a bi-district matchup against Euless uh, Trinity, which will be Friday at 7.30 p.m. out at Pennington Field out in uh, Bedford. Um, you know, I mean, it's Plano versus Trinity. It's two of the most, uh, you know, two of the most storied, uh, you know, programs in the DFW area. Just if you're looking at just general Texas high school football history, two teams that are accustomed to postseason success. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I'll have a better read on Trinity once I get a chance to, uh, you know, to, to get a read on what they, on what they bring to the table. I mean, it's, but you know what you're getting with Trinity. They're going to run the ball down your throat. They're an absolute pain to scheme against. If you're just not, if you don't see that sort of thing on a, on a week to week basis, um, you know, they had a, they, uh, they're coming out of a, uh, they're coming off a very strong run through district five six a and um yes they are very much deserving of their uh you know of their standing right now within the uh you know within the metroplex so we will see how that fares for the wildcats how they are able to slow down or attempt to slow down what ulis trinity brings to the table i would say uh, yes this is going to be strength versus strength two very strong rushing offenses um in this one as uh, you know, Kyron Cumby and Plano going up against uh, Courage Kine and Ulysses uh, Trinity should be a fun one. I will most likely be be out there in Bedford for that game. Meanwhile, Plano East, you know, Plano East wraps up what has been a uh, you know ultimately a fairly difficult season. This is a team that showed a lot of potential early on in the season, especially against Jesuit, and um, you know just one of those years were just. You know, they, the the health gods just would not cooperate with Plano East. They have a myriad of injuries. Um, you know, Coach McCullough mentioned afterwards. I mean, eight starters went down this year to injury, including their two star running backs, uh, Jonathan Metters and uh, Trey Hunter. Ultimately, you know, it leaves the the uh, the Panthers, I should say, on the outside looking in of the uh, of the playoff discussion. But nevertheless, I mean, this is still a really young Plano East team, and they've they're going to have a lot of experience back next year. Um, there's a lot of you know, I mean, yeah. A lot of that youth really showed out tonight. Like I mentioned, a lot of those receivers, you know, quarterback Brandon Mallory, their linebacker Trey Scott Jones, who could very well be in line to take over as the starting running back, a guy who has received rave reviews from Coach McCullough all season long. This is a Plano East team. They're not going anywhere, despite the fact that they missed the postseason. There's still plenty of talent in the pipeline. 
And um, yes, they're they're going to be right back in the playoff mix uh, next season as well. So, um, but yes, for tonight though, um, said this night was um, ultimately all about the Wildcats. Plano getting back to the playoffs tonight. They now begin to prep for Trinity. So yes, that is um, yeah, that is where I'll be next week. And that is uh, for this one. That is all I have tonight. Uh, once again, I, I appreciate y'all giving this a listen. You can check out my story. Plus, I will have eventually have a uh, have some highlights from this game up on StarLocalSports.com. Should you feel so inclined, you can give me a follow on Twitter. I am at mwelchslm. And yeah, folks, we will be we will uh, we will be we will be back with the podcast on Monday and uh, more rapid reactions next week as we uh, hey as we begin the postseason. It's here, folks. Get ready. Should be a fun time. This is Matt Welch over at Star Local Media. I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.